0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: I have to compartmentalize bad. I mean, not as good as Brandon Miller does, but like I have to really compartmentalize with what I'm doing. So, like, you know, it's like, yeah, sure. There may be some accessory to murder charges coming, but i got to get 41 tonight. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage hotline. Barrett Salee is standing by from CBSSports.com. Hi, Barrett.
2: What's going on, guys? How are you?
1: Barrett, uh, it's good to have you on. I consider you, and this is the highest praise I can give anyone, I consider you a fellow logician, and I know we <laughs> normally have you want to talk about uh, football issues, but i got to ask about the Brandon Miller story because I know you have opinions on things. And I will say this, like I was just alluding to, and I said it tongue-in-cheek, but honestly, to be able to focus on the task at hand with all the stuff that's going on around you, clearly it's affecting the program because they almost lost to South Carolina despite his 41. But it didn't affect him very much last night. I guess that says a lot about his uh, ability to focus. But what do you think about this whole mess?
2: Yeah, it didn't it didn't bother him. It seems like look, I I'm not a a, a lawyer. Uh, I have been a fake lawyer at times, uh, evicting somebody from my rental property, and also a small claims court case. So I do have no expertise in this whatsoever. Uh, but I think. You can't justify the behavior, right? When you look at the the statement that was released by the lawyer yesterday, I, I, when there's statements from lawyers, I always sort of go to what's not mentioned rather than what is mentioned because what's not mentioned is more important. And it, in no way in that letter does it say that Brandon didn't know that Darius was being threatened, so that means you know process of elimination. He brought the gun to the crime scene, knowing that there was a situation that they felt like they needed to defend themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think happens in a situation like that? Like, why would you need to bring a gun to a situation in which your friend and your teammate are requesting you bring it? Like. You're not going. You're not going dove hunting. No. You're not going to the range. Like it's just it's just
1: it's just for posturing. So neither side shoots. It's like, well, I have a gun too. It's like, okay, then let's not shoot each other. That's well, what it, it's right, got to be but, for that.
2: Right? But I'm Like that's not it's not innocent. Really. No, <laughs> exactly. it isn't. So, no,
1: you had to know I mean, something was going down. I mean, I just
2: yeah. I just how is that not a violation of team rules? Like, yeah. okay, throw the legal stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. How how is that not violation of team rules? I mean. Generally speaking, when you bring a gun to a murder scene, knowing that there's some sort of trouble? situation going on, mm-hmm. trouble going on, like it seems like it's violation of something.
1: Well, we're of the opinion he should be suspended, if if nothing else, for this game's coming up on Saturday when they play Arkansas. I think they for oh, sure should sure. should keep him out of the game this weekend. And then look, <laughs> what do they do after that? Let the chips fall where they may. But I think this Saturday for sure he shouldn't play. Well, <laughs>
2: I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is really good. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, and then on top of that, the NATO thing. Well, he's the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. He, he brought the car and the gun to DC. Like, yeah. how was he in the wrong place at the wrong time? If
1: he, yeah, I mean if, you're, if, if your you're miles,
2: yeah, if you're miles of so the shooter, he's at the
1: right place at the right time. Actually, because you needed the you needed the backup, apparently.
2: Well, yeah, exactly. I just it's. Uh, and the administration did a terrible job. I I don't understand. Like, if you know this has gone on for for a month, like if you knew the specifics of the situation for a month, like you you have to know it's going to come back to you and it's going to shed you in a negative light, correct? Like I just I I, I always say that every corporation, every athletic department, every team, every every everything needs to have a vice president of common sense. We have and a- that person's job should be nothing. They should sit there, not say a word, and tell it's time to say a word.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, again, more logicians in the world. Use logic instead of emotion. It's good for good for decision-making. Um, let me ask you about, we haven't talked to you, I don't think, since Michael Norvell signed his deal, we have a Florida State grad in the studio, so be kind if you didn't like it. <laughs> what did you think of them locking him up <laughs> a little longer term?
2: I'm fine with it. Yeah, he's uh, He had 10-win seasons. That's market value, what he got. Um, it's good for recruiting. It shows that they're very happy with um, with the direction of the program, and they should be. So, uh, look, I think these astronomical values and these long-term extensions or adding years onto a contract, whatever. I think folks freak out when they see the number, when they see the value, and then, like, look at where they sort of lit, uh, rest in terms of the coaching hierarchy. It, it's about right where Mike Norvell should be. So uh, I think he's done a good job. I think he inher- like Going to Florida State in the situation when he did with a broken program for like five years on top of the COVID stuff, I mean, it's it's almost impossible to be successful right away. I think what you saw last year is more indicative of what he will be moving forward.
0: Yeah, we were a little nervous for him for a while. Remember in the situation he walked yeah. in and then there was the uh, uh right when he got there there was some uh what was it? kind of like a revolt inside the team. He had players that were upset with him and some of the things he said. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't looking good for him. And now you you fast forward a couple of years, he's got it going. It's a little bit of a surprise. Or at least for me.
2: The players not being happy, the revolt that was happening, I think there's more about Date of the program before he got there and what the expectations of those players used to be rather than what they are now and, and Norvell as a coach.
1: Uh, let's see here. The Let's see. Did Florida hire an Alabama guy? What happened there? There was some movement there with coordinators here in the off season.
2: Florida hired uh, Armstrong, who was the Alabama linebackers coach for a minute, and now he's the defensive coordinator, which uh, he's one of the youngest in the country. And then now they lost Kerry Colbert, who was their wide receivers coach, who I think all of us, since we're old dudes, remember him from his days at USC as a player. Um, now, Kerry Colbert is now going from Florida to the Denver Broncos. And I Kerry was, uh, I think, a highly thought of, Recruiter and an up-and-coming position coach that I mean didn't have a whole lot to work with last year from the receivers' perspective.
0: Alabama, what what about the the move for the OC? Have we talked to you about the new OC at Alabama?
2: I don't believe we have. Have we?
0: No, that was no. We no, talked to no, else. We talked yeah. to Felder yeah. about yeah, it. That's right.
2: Uh, yeah. so, Fel- sure Felder. Felder was not say. that
1: excited about it. How do you feel about it?
2: Well, I am excited about it. I, Tommy Reese has done a good job. Uh, he, More balanced. Alabama, like last year, they were fourth in the country in yards per attempt on the ground, but like 111th in rushing attempts. Like they've been reliant too much on the home run on the ground, and Tommy Reese doesn't do that. Tommy Reese pounds the rock and then he takes the top off the defense, and that's that's what Alabama should be. He's not pro style, you know. He's what Alabama was when Tua was there, and slowly but surely, since Tua and then Mac Jones and then now Bryce Young, it became a system that was way more reliant on the quarterback. And, look, I get it to an extent. You've got great quarterbacks. You might as well use them, but you have great running backs, too. And I think the running backs' inability to to do what they needed to do on a consistent basis sort of forced Alabama in further into the wrong direction. And then now more balance, I think, is going to work wonders.
0: And with the situation at Alabama, their quarterback right now, I mean, it, it could be more of a running quarterback more than a he's he seems more athletic and a fast quarterback than a really good thrower. Is that going to fit in this system?
2: Well, you know, I think it it could definitely work. I'm wondering if Ty Simpson um, will get this, will will get a chance as well, or if they look in the transfer portal when the window opens up again in May. Uh, but if it's Jalen Milrow. I think Tommy yeah. Reese is certainly capable of making it work with him. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, though, with Ty Simpson, uh, because he's highly thought of as well. If if Nick and Tommy Reese decide to go for another quarterback in the portal, because there certainly will be some after spring practices.
1: All right, Barrett, thank you for the time, my friend. Appreciate it. Next time you're on, we're talking uh, baseball, so get ready with your Braves report.
2: Um, I'm in it. I have baseball takes always, especially Braves –
1: and you have season tickets, right?
2: I do have season tickets, and I'm excited about it. We just renewed them. or wait, I just made a payment like two days ago. Do the,
1: so, do the kids uh, like going good. to Braves games?
2: Yeah, they do. Um, the 11 year old loves it. Uh, he loves baseball. My seven year old daughter is uh, more about the cotton candy and dipping dots, but
1: whatever. <laughs> that's, that's how it starts. Yes. That's good. That's how you build fandom. That's but this good.
0: year, the games will be faster, so that'll be that uh, good true. for the kids. That yeah. is true.
1: We debated that at length the other day, as it impacts the college game. What do you think about the uh, how it's going to impact the pro game?
2: I'm interested to see what happens with the two throw over to first base limit because mm-hmm. after two, don't you just like first movements go? Like wouldn't wouldn't there be stolen bases on almost every play? Well, they I mean, s- I guess you can still step off. But well- still.
1: They said that you can throw over there again, but you have to get him. Otherwise, it's a balk. So well, yeah, exactly. I guess you just got to hope that the guy gets cocky after the first two and then go, well, I can pretty much do what I want now. And you, I'm sure some guys will make some mistakes. I mean, in the college game, we saw Arkansas make a couple of mistakes. The other day. They don't have the limit, but I don't know if it was related to the time clock or not. But, yeah, there are, definitely, there are some concerns about people timing up the clock. It was something I think Dave Van Horn had brought up. So we'll see if that happens or not.
2: I Evan, look, after after three weeks, four weeks, it we'll, we won't be a big deal at all.
1: Well, what? yeah, and what got me was, you know, we read a report yesterday. I think it was an ESPN story, or maybe it was CBSSports.com. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, it was about uh, a minor leaguer who was moving up in the Orioles uh, organization, and then we, we talked about his take, and he liked it. And then we had Hagen-Smith on from Arkansas. He likes the clock. He likes to kind of move things along. But they said in the, in the minor league when it was test-cased, it was like 25, 25 minutes, minutes. taken off a game. And, I mean, I don't know anybody's going to complain about that. I love baseball, but if I can do it in 225 versus 3, I'd be okay with that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and the pitch clock, I remember seeing a report after last season where um, after after a couple weeks, like, a lot of these players liked it better. You know, a lot of these pitchers, like, literally enjoyed it much better.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. All right, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks, buddy. Thank you.